In this episode, I will be focusing on lesson objectives, one of the three elements to consider when planning your lessons. I will explain what a lesson objective is, how you can use it when planning your own lessons and programs, and how to make sure that your goals are realistic and relevant to what you want to achieve. Hello, my name is Alicia Romero, and this is the Modern Piano Teaching Podcast, actionable advice for emerging studio teachers to elevate their instruction and build a thriving practice. The Center for Research on Learning and Teaching at the University of Michigan defines a lesson plan as an instructor's roadmap of what students need to learn and how it will be done effectively during the class time. It also mentions that good lesson planning stems from setting lesson objectives, specifying teaching and learning activities, and utilizing strategies to check your students' understanding. These are the three main elements of lesson planning. In my opinion, the most important element of lesson planning is determining lesson objectives. If you have never heard this term before, you are not alone. To make sure we are all on the same page, I like to take a moment to explain what a lesson objective is. In simple terms, lesson objectives are smaller parts of an overarching or ultimate goal that a program of studies aims to achieve. We can call these overarching objectives outcomes. Now that we know what a lesson objective is, let's take a look at the process of lesson planning. The first step to planning your lessons is to define the outcomes of your program, or in other words, what you would like your students to take away from your teaching. One way for you to determine your musical program's outcomes is to brainstorm and reflect on what kind of knowledge you want your students to walk away with when they have completed your program of studies. Following that, you can enrich your brainstorming by contrasting and comparing syllabi from the examination board of your choice, your commonly used method books, or advice from articles or reputable teaching groups. It is a good idea to set out your program's outcomes sequentially. Start with the simplest core knowledge and skills that you would like your students to attain, and then progressively move to the most complex knowledge and skills. You can label the important milestones as levels or grades, or you can find another title that speaks to you. While planning, try to be as comprehensive as possible. Include performance outcomes along with outcomes that stem from other areas of knowledge that support your students' ability to perform such as theory and listening skills. You can also define outcomes connected to improvisation and composition if you deem those an integral part of your program. Once you have defined your outcomes, you can use the SMART system to determine whether you are on track. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Using this acronym, Check to see if your outcomes are specific and student-focused, measurable in terms of student success, in other words, if they can be assessed, attainable, giving the student's knowledge and skills level after learning takes place, relevant to the overarching goal of your program, and if the time frame for 
completion or achieving the outcome is realistic. Now it is time to decide what you will be teaching during each lesson in order to accomplish your program's outcomes. This is where lesson objectives come into play. Your lesson objective will be defined as what you want the student to accomplish at the end of each lesson or every couple of lessons. From there, you will be able to decide which teaching strategies you would like to use, plan activities, and determine how you will be checking your students' understanding along the way. I suggest that you plan your program in alignment with the number of lessons you deliver within the academic year. Give yourself a buffer and leave out two or three lessons so you can adjust your plan as needed. You can use these lessons as check-in points, review time, or additional teaching time on a specific topic. Some instructors may argue that lesson plans are too restrictive and impossible to follow with one-on-one students because each student is playing different repertoire or using different music books. My response to that is that a program plan provides you with a roadmap. You may have to tweak it along the way, but the benefits far outweigh any drawbacks. A lesson plan helps you know what you teach first and how. It also allows you to find suitable supplementary repertoire and new resources that support the learning outcomes of your program. And it also equips you with the information needed to provide your students and their families with a progress report based on the milestones you have set out. Now it is your turn to act. Take some time to review your current program's outcomes and lesson plans and consider if you would like to modify or add to your current outcomes, teaching strategies, or knowledge checks. If you don't have a program plan, you can take this opportunity to start drafting one. It is never too late to start. I have included a lesson plan template in the episode's webpage as a starting point to modify and adapt to your needs. If you need more inspiration, try visiting LessonPlanet.com. This website offers many different lesson plans on various music topics. It is the perfect way to get started. Finally, on another note, I would like to tell you that the Modern Piano Teaching Podcast has a new website. Make sure to click on the link in the description of this episode to visit the site. Our new website offers features like episode transcripts, access to past episodes, and additional resources to help you continue developing your teaching skills and to expand your knowledge. You don't want to miss out. Thanks for being here today. I will see you next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.